Mother's Day is right around the corner. And in true She Pivots fashion, we're highlighting moms who've dedicated their lives and their pivots to supporting mothers. The iconic Christy Turlington will join us to talk about launching Every Mother Counts after pivoting from her 90s supermodel days. And later, the co-CEOs of Baby to Baby will share how they're addressing the needs for millions of babies and moms. So tune in and subscribe to She Pivots. New episodes out every Wednesday. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Go outside, Aisha. Come to Dykeman on a hot Sunday afternoon, oh, and you're going to wish you never came outside of your little bubble. Make the rounds, girl. Then you'll be like, take me back. I want to go back to L.A. or wherever. Get me out of yeah. here. Yeah. I'm Honey German. My parents are Dominican. I was born and raised in New York City. I love sneakers, and I'm a body-positive advocate. I'm Carolina Bermudez. Soy Nicaragüense, but I was born and raised in Ohio. I'm a wife, a mama, and a worker bee. This, this is, is Life in Spanglish. Spanglish. Uh, good morning, Carolina. <laughs> good morning, honey. I am coming up with a brand new idea. What is it? I got it. I got uh, it, okay? Does it involve me? Because I need parts. Kind of. I need parts, especially if there's money involved. Yes. Go ahead. Uh, okay. Um, what do you call a recipe in Spanish? Una receta. Recetas con mami, okay? Because I want to know if you can identify with me. The other day I called my mom and I said, Mom, I want to make uh, carne molida, but I want to do it with like, you know, papa con uh, zanahoria y todo. Oh, that's good. And my mom goes, Ajá, pues tiene que, uh, vas a usar una cucharadita de esto. Uh, le va a poner una, uh, un toque de, de, de vinagre. What un toque means, mom? Ex I said, mom, un toque. What, what is that? Un toque, así. And then I'm like, but mother, that's not like, I have measuring spoons, okay? For I real. need it real life. I need real life <laughs> measurements. And I said, you know what I need to do? I need to record you making every recipe that I love, recetas con mami, and that way I'll know that's what amazing. un chin is. What's un chin? Unching is like un poquito. Exactly. Un oh, chin and then chin. I even wrote these down because I said to her, I go, you're ridiculous right now. She goes, she goes, uh, un poquito de esto, una cucharadita de eso. Un, and then I would say, mom, ¿qué es la medida? Ay, yo no sé, hija. There is no medida, Carolina. I know. When I, you cooking, you just throwing stuff in the pot and you just... 
but how are you going to keep the legacy alive, girlfriend? I said to her, I go, Mama, how am I going to make the food for my kids? So when they come home from college and they're like, Mom, I want some uh, ropa vieja. Yeah, you know, yeah. I want to make it just like you made it for me, but not with un toquecito de esto y el otro, you know? I need better guidance, Mom. I, I need, need better guidance. <laughs> I need firm but gentle guidance, Mother. You know, so I thought about it and I was like, I might want to do that like one weekend, go down and just record my mom that and put is her amazing. on YouTube. And can you put, yeah, and can you make us like a little handbook too? Absolutely. Because, and then also I was looking at her recipes, like what she writes down. I can't read half of her writing. First of all, the fact that she has recipes is amazing. They're faded as hell, you know. Does I she mean, have them in like index, index cards? She has them in a notebook, honey. And Aww. I said, that is the most treasured notebook. Like she has how to make pastelitos. Like she has every single thing. She actually did the last time she was at my house, Nakatamales. Nakatamales. What's that? Oh, girl, I need to bring some for you. Next time she makes them, my mom makes everything by hand. It's masa, uh, chancho. It has like a combination. What's chancho? That's pork? Yeah, pork. Okay. But you can make it with chicken too, but the chicken gets dry. Okay. Um, and it's wrapped in banana leaves and it has a bunch of different like, it okay. has cabbage. Uh, so this onion. is like the equivalent to like pasteles and hoja for us. Maybe, yeah. And we wrap it in a banana leaf and we boil it. it. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, good. So we call it pastel en hoja. Okay, yeah. But do you know how to make one? I wouldn't even begin to try (laughs) how to make one. It's like 70 ingredients to put together like one tamal type of situation. It's so true. And so she was telling me, she was like, vamos a hacer la masa. I said, okay. You did it with her? Yeah, I did it with her. And she was like, you need uh, grapefruit juice, orange juice. You need, uh, you know, all this different, uh, achote, all of these different things. But I said to my mom, she was like, vas a ponerle como, um, no mitad, pero menos de mitad. Okay, so a quarter. Menos de mitad. Menos de mitad to me as a quarter so I was dying and I thought about it I was like somebody needs to go down with a film crew and just record my mom that that would be doing every recipe and she's funny as hell my mom is so hilarious and so I was thinking about it and I wanted to know if you encountered those same problems that I did because I can't get a recipe straight from her can I tell you one thing I was born with like the spirit of like a 90 year old grandmother and I've been able to cook since I was like 12. God bless you. I'm talking like you don't even have to give me guidance. You just tell me what you want me to make for you and I will make it happen. You're one of those people. I cannot do it. Sometimes I put too much garlic. I mean, other times. And then I said to myself, I was like, are you sabotaging me? Do you just want to make it better so that I always come of to course. you? Like, because you're definitely, I'm missing ingredients here. Like, you're not giving me all the info that I need to know. <laughs> so, yeah, anyway, it was so funny. And I was talking to her about it. And I was like, Mom, I got to figure something out because I cannot live without your cooking. So Can I ask you a question? Give it to me. Are, are you of the belief that you keep your man happy through your cooking? No, because my husband doesn't eat very much of anything. And he's happy. And he's happy? Yeah, he's happy. Okay, maybe it's a Latino thing. You I know, think it you, is. You know Latinos is like, you got to make your man food. And if he's not happy at home with the cooking, and that's how you win your way to his heart. Definitely a Latin thing. Because I will tell you this. My husband, when he comes home, there's the expectation he might eat dinner. He might not. You know, It depends he might, how he feels. And it depends on what he ate earlier that day. Like yeah. sometimes I'll make like spaghetti with meatball for the kids. And he'll say, oh, I had Italian earlier today i'm not gonna have not it gonna so he'll ha- have like something else that's dope yeah, you know yeah, yeah. What I so mean? he's he kind of like gauges himself and what he wants to eat you know he manages himself pretty well i will say Good. that yeah yeah it, it's not like one of those things but my mom whenever he would come up she would a tu hombre yeah no and some people are judgmental 
Like, some people will judge you, and they'll be like, she don't even cook for her man every day. Yeah, that's just not a possibility Bitch, when you're a working. Work. Exactly. When you're a working woman, and you got to find a way to just, like, give yourself some sustenance. That's why I'm saying it's like half of the meals that I eat are protein bars in my car. That's amazing. Legitimately. But that, because you're more, like, Americanized. Right. You still have people, like... I know people married to Dominican men that migrated here. Yeah. They need breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Well, that's whether my dad. whether you work or you don't work or you have kids, these men expect that that food to be on the table. That's exactly what we're encountering right now. And I actually I wasn't prepared to talk about this, but I, I will. My no, bad. no, no, no. I'm saying like I I I wasn't really going to bring it up, but I think it could be helpful to other people. My parents are 70 and 75, so they're getting older, mm-hmm. and you know we're noticing that my mom. Mom and dad, they're fully with it and capable. Don't get me wrong. But my father just had surgery uh, a couple of weeks ago. And it's very difficult for my mom to help him with his surgery. It was pretty, you know, serious surgery. And um, but there's that expectation there. And so, you know what we did? My brothers and sisters and I said, look, mom needs help. Like at this That's age. That's so amazing that you guys like understand it's like she did her part already now she is 70 a hundred percent she needs some help totally and so when we all were talking together i said you know the thing that stresses my mom out the most Mm -hmm. is the person that she loves the most and that's my dad so my dad constantly asking her for gallo pinto in the morning like she has to get up and make that you know tired exactly so what we did was we pulled our money together and we got her some help for the next two weeks good that's so dope that's amazing and we said you know what mom this is going to change the dynamic of your relationship we're going to have one of my uh tias i don't know if it's going to be my tia or somebody else that she knows but um somebody who knows how to cook nicaraguan food because Mm -hmm. that's like the thing that my dad right and they're going to go up there help my mom tidy up the house that's, make the that's meals. Cool. I like that. And I said, this is a gift that's useful. Yeah. Would my mom like a Valentino purse? I'm sure. But you know what? I know a little bit more than you right now. Let me make this decision <laughs> for you. I said, you're going to appreciate this in two weeks. And so there is that expectation there from my father. And she has to deliver. I mean, and he's not easy. He doesn't want like just cereal. She has to make him like huevo ranchero con yeah. pinto, Some Latinos con expect it to, yeah. you know, you got to make the pupusa and, and, and you got to make, you know, Absolutely. el arroz con pollo and you got to make the tostones with the, you know, side of salad and, and the little but, French dressing. And, and, but think about it. That's every like day. every day, twice a day at least. Because I said to my mom, I go, you know what? This woman is going to come and help breakfast and dinner. Why don't you guys go out to lunch? Go to Las Olas. Go walk in Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. You know, I said, and, Enjoy. and go on a date. Yeah, that's You cute. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, and I do find that as women, we tend to take care of our parents as they get older in mm-hmm. age. And this is something that I think about all the time because they're my greatest treasure. And I always think I want their their time together to be positive. I want I don't want them bitching at each other. No, you know what I mean? Especially in their retirement age. Yes. I mean he drives her nuts. Don't get me wrong. Isn't like that he just crushes man? books. He like cannot he's so bored out of his mind. But like at least they can enjoy this time together. Yeah, no, that's so, super yeah. dope. What's what's Mark's biggest expectation from you as as a woman and as a wife? I'll go first. Go. Nuni expects our house to be spotless. Really? Yes. Yeah. It doesn't even feel like we actually live there. Oh, like a museum? Yeah. Like even a pair of shoes in the way, it's just like, why did you leave those shoes there? Oh, like yeah. Like he expects, he doesn't expect me to cook every day, okay. not even every week. Yeah. But he does expect like as a woman and as a wife for our house to be completely clean 
at all times. Yeah, I think the responsibility falls on me. I mean, listen, our house is pretty clean just because of who, how I am. Okay. So it's not really, it would be out of sorts for him to say something to me about it. But um, his expectation is for me to just handle the kids. Okay. He could not tell you the last play date they went on, what birthday party they need to go to. And kids be having full-blown schedules. Honey, these kids have a better social calendar than my ass. I'm not even kidding you. They have nine birthday parties coming up. <laughs> I have like clubhouse kids on deck. Like I, I literally call these people and I'm like, okay, I'm going to spend this much. It's a little girl. She's into unicorns. Can you please put a gift together Send for me? Send me something. Yeah. yeah, and he just, you know, I think that there is that weight that's lifted off of his shoulders because he never has to worry about... Do the kids need something for camp? Do they need, you know what I mean? Yeah, so he I has feel you. never purchased anything for them. He doesn't even know what size my kids are right now. Okay, so the kids are like, you're, you handle them. Yeah, but don't get me wrong. He's a full hands on dad. But I, mean, I know the, what you're the, saying. The, the, like the ins and outs, the, the, the business day. aspect of the kids. Exactly, exactly. So that's where I think his expectation lies. But yeah, I mean, there are a lot of men that put a lot of pressure on women, like to deliver when it comes to having dinner on the table, going grocery shopping. That's why I've been looking for options because mm -hmm. I said there has to be a better way. There has to be a better way for me. I can't manage yeah. it all. And I've been looking at delivery services. I mean, I love some Fresh Direct. Um, you know, people have been telling me about Instacart. They're just like, if you're at work for four hours, go online. And I said, but you, you don't understand. I'm not like just dicking off. Yeah, I don't have time like, to go to Fresh Direct right. while I'm at work. Exactly. That's not a thing. I'm running around the it, whole time. And it's so true. And people are like, well, you're just talking. I'm like, no, I'm talking, but I'm looking at the timeline and what's going mm -hmm. on and breaking news and things like that. So I think that's where I need to be a little bit better and figure out um, a different way. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, no, just I, to make it more... I definitely feel you. Like, what I do is I kind of, like, just cook cook enough for, like, two days. So it's like, you go eat home-cooked food for, like, two days, and you're going to love it. And then after that, one day we'll go to Fridays. Then we'll do a food cart. I mean, a food truck, and we'll figure it all out. Speaking of marriages. Yeah. Aisha Curry, this oh. past week, she got dragged and... and, and it was just a bad situation. Well, now, explain this to me, um, honey, because I know she was on the Red Table Talk with Jada Pinkett Smith. She was. That's the show that Jada does with her mother, sometimes And her, her daughter, daughter on Facebook. Okay, go oh, was it on Facebook? I, yeah, I didn't it's know on it Facebook. On that's, okay, where okay. The, that's where the show, show is aired. Mm -hmm. And during a very candid conversation, Aisha felt like it was okay to open up okay. about the fact that she does not get male attention mm -hmm. outside of her marriage. Mm-hmm. And that messes with her self-esteem. Okay. A lot of people felt like she was 1,000% out of line. Mm -hmm. Some people felt like women want to be wanted. We want strange men to, I guess, tell us we look good. Mm -hmm. What was your take on that? <sighs> Twofold. Okay, so number one, I will just tell you from speaking for myself, I don't want strange men like catcalling me or making me feel uncomfortable because that's a whole other thing. It really is. But there is something to be said about, and now I do want to make a disclaimer. I did not watch the whole episode. I did Neither see did her I. make I the saw statement. The clip. So I, I only I saw, saw the, the clip. clip and I'm basing my opinion mm -hmm. on, on this clip. There is something about a woman when she becomes a wife and a mother. And Aisha's a young mother. She is. She's like, what, 20-something? She's 30 something? years is she old. she's 30? Okay. I believe she's 30. They have three kids, and they're yeah. very small children. There is something about it when you become a mother where people just don't look at you the same way, you know? And you kind of fall into the background, and you're like, well, wait a minute. What about me? You yeah. almost feel forgotten. Yeah. 
And it's not. Maybe that's what she was trying to. I think that might be where she was going because mm-hmm. you have to look at the big picture too. Her husband has groupies constantly. And I mean, relentless, by the way. Ready I to seen, break up the curry home. Oh, totally. And not afraid to do it in front of her own face. Like, you remember, you remember the girl them. they used to photograph all the time, like sipping to drink and like looking at him? Oh, like licking the yes. straws? Remember her? That, that girl is scandalous. Like, I'm not going to lie. I followed her on IG for oh, like a year. Oh, you're part of the problem, game. Yes. Dave, you are part of the problem. You were like, oh, she hot. She's a little stripper, too. But it's that's what I'm saying. It's like you have all of these women that are trying to entice your husband at that level, Mm -hmm. right? Because she has another thing to deal with, with the fame and the money and all of this stuff. But now you're at home. And you're taking care of these three little rugrats all day long. And, you know, yes, you have the love of your husband, but it would be nice to just, out of the corner of your eye, notice somebody kind of checking you out. Feel like you still got it? Yes. Got it. She's gorgeous. I spoke to a lot of men about this, Mm -hmm. and a lot of men felt like it was out of line. It was embarrassing to Steph. Okay. And she's just thirsty. Because if you're a married woman with kids... And everything you might want in this world, why do you need male groupies or attention from strange men? Okay, but here's where I disagree with them because I think this was a very vulnerable, honest moment for her. Mm-hmm. And it was a point of connection because other women have felt that way. It doesn't mean you love your husband any less. It doesn't. I mean, at least for me. I just think that it's so hard for people to wrap their heads around another person feeling that way just because they have money and fame. Just because you have money and fame, that's that doesn't make your life. It doesn't. And other people think because they don't have it, they don't know what it's like to live in that. So this is like, that's why I was saying it's like, this is her truth. I know it's hard and I know you disagree. I know. But I do believe there is something to be said for a woman like Aisha Curry, who, and and by the way, I do believe, and this is just, again, my opinion, men don't holler at her because they respect her. Yes. They're like family goals. Who wants to violate Aisha Curry? And I think that is one of the most beautiful, precious things that she didn't recognize. I will say that. I the think- level of respect and admiration that we have for her mm-hmm. and them as a family nobody wants to disrespect that yeah but i think it has to deal with maturity too i mean look i'm 40 i'm about to turn 41 you know she's 30 so you do get a little bit later on in life and you start to see things and say well maybe i wouldn't have said it that way or maybe i would have let people know that i'm not getting the attention that my husband gets but i'm fulfilled in my marriage yeah. you know but it would be nice and you know here's the other thing someone like aisha is very protected Mm-hmm. It's not like she's going out, you know, all no. the time. And it's not like she has, uh, you know, quote, extracurricular activities where she's probably just going to like yoga and other basketball moms. Yoga is and, coming to her. Yeah, exactly. Like, and, and she's probably getting like a female trainer. Not that there's anything wrong with a male trainer. But do you understand what I'm saying? The the circumstances are different for her to get attention than they are for you or I. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure some basketball wives, the ones that be out here thotting and going to live on Sunday in Miami. She doesn't put herself in those they, positions. They getting hit on love. Left and of right, course. they don't have those issues. Aisha Curry just need to come out. Me and Ashley went to Costco's on Saturday <laughs> in our tights, in our doobie wraps, and we got hit on so much. Yes, you're and just not going to the right places. She's Aisha. not. Go to Costco's. Every man was like super thirsty in there, and all I kept telling I, uh, um, Ashley was, "Ain't got no Aisha Curry syndrome over here. No way. We no. still got it." And I had like no makeup, just had like some tights, and like my hair was like wrapped because I was having like a party in the yeah. nighttime. And men were everywhere. But you still look good. I'm like, I did, kind of, sort of, you know. And you just can't deny that ass. Yeah, that's right. But I'm like, she's just not going outside. 
Mm-hmm. Go outside, Aisha. Come to Dykeman on a hot Sunday afternoon, oh, and you're gonna to wish you never came outside of your little bubble. Make the rounds, girl. Then you'll be like, "Take me back. I want to go back to LA or wherever." It get is me out of here. Yeah. yeah, New York is is a whole nother beast. You oh. get hit on from the moment you step on a train, and that's what I'm saying. It's like things like that actually make me feel uncomfortable. Me when too. Guys go like, mm. Oh, I, like I will, but I will like ask, but like, mm, what? Do you know what I do? I crawl inside of myself. I mean, I I'll be barking have, at them. I really don't care. I don't have the courage to even, I, you know what I do? I'm like, oh my God, keep looking straight. Keep looking straight. Don't even look at them. Oh my gosh. Like I literally like I lock eyes with them. Of like, I, it makes me feel so uncomfortable and I'm not like some meek little like I want to make them feel woman. more uncomfortable than what they're trying to make me feel right and it's like it's always been a thing for me because I've, I've had a big butt since I was like 13 what was I going to say you had a grown body since I had, you hit puberty exactly like, so, you've been so I've been forever. dealing with this forever mm-hmm. from everywhere from classmates to school to, mm-hmm. to drivers to whoever it is well because you have a woman's body since I was a kid yeah so I've always kind of like just clap back yeah it's just like it's a learned thing for you 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 learned how to defend yourself you have to because everywhere you go somebody's looking somebody's lurking especially you know here in new york people are very vocal they do not care they will comment on on your tits they will comment on your ass they will comment on whether you're tight to see through they do not care like men out here you know it's changed a little bit more now with the whole me too movement sure but growing up in uptown (laughs) in the 2000s child you could straight get like disrobed just with somebody's eyes pretty and that much. makes me so uncomfortable pretty much. and I don't know I just hope that like in the future women well and there are some men who feel that way too like there are some men that look at other men or you know yeah. like it's the same it thing that you, you feel like an object you do and that's what I think is the hard part for this Aisha Curry conversation is like many women were saying like why would you want to be objectified like that when so many women are fighting that and she's gorgeous she's and she's so talented and you guys mark my word she's going to get her own TV show she's going to do something they're going to do a lifestyle show of some sort because their family is very interesting and their kids are adorable they are really cute so I'm not worried about the Currys but I have to call you out on something what? you just did the ethnic thing what I did you just said we went to Costco's there's no S at the end of Costco. You just did the... the Went to Costco's. Adding the S to the end of everything. My mom, the Walmarts. There's no the and there's no S on the end of Walmart. It is Walmart, okay? You are doing the ethnic thing, adding too much. McDonald's, Taco Bell. McDonald's does not have a G, okay? Let's just put it out there. McDonald's. You know what I did the other day? Did I tell you? you? I sent my husband to Chick-fil-A to get the kids... Lunch. Waffle fries. Oh, those waffle fries are so good. You know you got to get them on Saturday, too, because it's like Sunday. It's a wrap. They got to go to church. This fool came back with a freaking chainsaw. I said, I sent you to Chick-fil-A. A chainsaw? You came back with a chainsaw. He's like, yeah, there's a tree uh, that fell down in the back. He's like, and I, I think I can handle it. Now this. Now I'm, now you're about to ch- chainsaw a tree. Honey, we do not have enough life insurance. I said to him, I, why are you doing this foolishness? I said, Somebody oh. told me that you posted him doing something and they replied to you and they were like, oh, the life insurance, I'm Carolina. You, he is scaring me. I said, I don't know what is. I said, is this a midlife crisis? Is this what's happening right now? Believe you me. He that tree was gone, and I said, he sawed it down. That's kind of sexy. I didn't believe you were looking in him through at the first. window like that's my man. Right I there. was, but I was afraid of the wood chips that were coming were out. Were you sipping on lemonade or iced tea or something while you were doing it? <laughs> I was like drinking rose. I'm like, well, check him out. Look okay, at that, my man. Okay. Did 
Did you ever send Noonie out for something and he came back with like a whole different like vibe or like a hundred percent, a hundred percent? You have to see the palm tree that's in my house right now. What I said, I want a plant. He brought me like a four foot, like five foot palm tree with like giant banana leaves and shit. It like, is humongous. Like a- <laughs> I am going to text him right now because Game, before have you seen it? before the end of the show, I have not, but it doesn't surprise me. Oh, I listen. It is brand new, and I said I want a new plant. He's like, you want a palm tree? I said, yeah, but I. But figured- how are you going to make a palm tree survive in New Jersey? By the way, listen, I have big ass windows. Oh, you do you not want to see my um. You do not want to see my plant that I have. I have a yucca plant. That's what it's called, and it is amazing and thriving and very beautiful. She got some high ceilings. She living well. Oh, okay. I'm not mad at it. You got that Power 105 money, girl. Girl, don't drag it. You already know that's not where the money's coming from. By the way, I got two little succulents. Those are those little things. (laughs) That's like all that we got. That's it. That's it. I love plants, so definitely. Well, you got to come over. We're gonna garden, and that is the one thing that I will say I am so proud of. I grow my own vegetables. You do, and you eat them. And we eat them, and when there's an abundance, I will bring you zucchini. Bring me something. I'll bring you Just some one of each, Carolina, because I'm not. You, don't, don't come up here with twin zucchinis. Talk no. about take these on the train. No, I got you. I'll, I'll, I'll hook it up. Yeah, I, I definitely. I grew a cantaloupe. The fox came to get it. A fox? I'm Carolina, telling you, where the hell do you live? She said we a fox live... came to get the cantaloupes. I was going to make a prosciutto in Milan for Mark. And okay. I was growing this cantaloupe. And I said, oh, when he gets home, I'm going to have like the burrata cheese. It was just one cantaloupe? It was just, well, it had like another one on the uh, vine. Like, so, so it okay. was like, you know, but there was one that was really well formed and it was growing. And I was like, okay, you know, it's going to be that moment. And I was checking on it every week. And I was like, oh my you God, like, my beautiful coming. cantaloupe. And I would go and smell it. And it was beautiful. And I said, you know what? One more night. I'm going to give it one more night. That motherfucking fox climbed over the fence. How you know it was a fox? Because we've seen the fox before, like climbing you out of the, the garden. You pulled the footage and shit? Oh, I was so upset. We was surveillance. I got the ring out. I was like, what is going on? Who ate the cantaloupe? And so I said to my husband, I will never hesitate again. I'm going to pull it as soon. And then he like destroyed a bunch of the other plants and everything. But no, when I have my garden, I will be sure to bring you some of my good stuff. Can we post? I'm going to post the plant on Life in Spain. Oh, look. I got the picture of the plant. Oh, let me see it. Oh my gosh, that's beautiful. But isn't it humongous? That's some real Miami Vice stuff, though. You oh, remember back in the day with yes. the Crockett and Tubbs? That looks like what they used to put in the windows. Doesn't it's, it look like Miami Vice? It is tremendous. It is a Miami Vice type of plant. And that's then he a was beautiful compl- plant. Then he had to take a nap after he potted this, talking about his back He's hurt. He's exhausted. Because he did this. Well, that does weigh about 600 pounds. It looks pretty big. Meanwhile, there are farmers out here farming for 10 hours, 12 hours straight. Oh, please. This man needed a nap. Um, so then do you want to go into the salon? Let's go. All right, let's read it because we have something from Isabel. And don't be, don't. Can we call her Isabel? Isabel, yes. There you go. Um, But I was just going to say to defend ourselves, that was just a funny comment. Okay, let's not all get our panties in a wad because I don't want to have any hate messages. Oh my God, no. I know, I know. Um, All right, so Isabel writes to us, hi ladies. First, I want to tell you guys that I absolutely love your podcast. I already gave you five stars. But I just wanted to tell you guys again, this is the best podcast I've listened to. I look forward to hearing you guys weekly and I'm so happy you will be giving us two episodes every week um now my question is this i'm in a new relationship around six months now and i'm finally so so happy everything is great however i've noticed that i've gained around five pounds since we started and i know that it's because we eat out more i'm less restrictive and i'm just generally out more often now have either of you gone through this if so what tips or advice do you have love you ladies and that's from isabel thank you so much for writing to us we appreciate it seriously we love you guys and your feedback Isabel, yeah. let me tell you, 
I didn't gain five. I probably gained about 30. Mm. You know, in like three years of just constantly going out to eat and eating the same amount of food that my husband would eat. Yes. So I wasn't kind of like gauging myself. The fact that he worked outdoors and he was very active and I was very sedentary. So I can 1000% relate to this. And uh, you just have to like curve back. So I remember one time we gave up going out to eat to restaurants for 90 days. Mm. We lost so much weight because we started cooking at home and our meals were fresh and our vegetables were fresh and we weren't eating all this processed foods. Mm. But at one point it was just Fridays and Applebee's and Red Lobster. And then now that I think back on it, it's like I was probably consuming, you know, 3,000 calories just on potato skins and, and fried uh, chicken nug, chicken chunks or whatever, the, the uh, boneless yeah, the wings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and well, a where's it going to go? So exactly. So it, it was just... You can fix this ASAP, first of all, because I can gain five pounds on vacation. I can gain five pounds when I'm, like, water weight. Exactly. Yeah. So she can fix it, but I definitely have gone through it and, and limit your going out to eat maybe to the weekends. Maybe Maybe Sundays make that your only day that you go out to Brunch eat. Brunch day. Like, yeah. make it like a thing. So, yes, I went through the same thing, too. When Mark and I moved to uh, Williamsburg together, it was like there were so many restaurants yeah, to so discover. so beautiful over there. And that's the thing. It's like you want to spend that time with your significant other because you're forming memories right like you guys have just moved in together you're getting to know one another mm-hmm. but there does have to be that that point where you take a step back te voy a dar un consejo tiene que amarrar el pico <laughs> and that's what my mom used to tell me all the time she would be like amarrate ese pico because like i would get out of control mm-hmm. and you and you do mm-hmm. what something that you said really hit home with me honey it's that you kind of like go like you like like you're right there with your with your husband or your boyfriend at the time. You know, it's like, oh, he can have a drink. Well, I'm ready to have another drink. Yeah. You can't be having 12 drinks for his 12 drinks or what I am making that and up. And men obviously. lose weight like in a week if they want to. Totally, totally. So, you know what my suggestion is? Why don't you guys make like a new thing your thing? Instead of going out to eat, like why not going like, and I know this is going to sound lame, but trust me, there's something behind this. Going for a walk together, being yes. out in nature. I've done it. Yes. And at the end of the walk, if you want, you can go and get like an or you can stop and say, like, you know what, then we'll get a drink. Like, you Earn can reward it. yourself for that by going out and being active together. And cooking together at home. Yes. It's like when you cook together at home, you minimize the amount of calories. It's like if you think about it, it's like, yeah, if you made a sauteed chicken, you use like one tablespoon of olive oil versus a restaurant. It uses a stick of butter. No wonder it's so good. Exactly. You, know? you order a plate of pasta, and that plate of pasta probably has a whole stick of butter just to make sure you feel like this is the best food on earth. I'm coming back here all the time. Do, can I put you on to something that Talk my to sister me. just told me about? Mm. This Protein Plus pasta. Have you seen this? No. By Barilla? Barilla's yes, jumping on the Yes, I think it's by Barilla, but I'll, I'll send you I know you the they had brown one. That Pro, I know. No, it's regular, like, white and rich pasta, but it's protein. It's called Protein Plus, and I use it for my kids because my kids oh. love to eat pasta. And so oh, I'm so like, this is perfect for them. i find another way to, like, yeah. get this in. But maybe um, Isabel and her boyfriend, or, you know, they can, you know, incorporate healthier things or, you know, add more veggies. And it's just, it's tough because you are in a very unique stage of your relationship where you guys are getting to know each other mm-hmm. and you're really enjoying that whole space but don't get lost in it because then don't yeah you yeah, don't want to feel bad you don't but here's what here's what I do now like this is currently what I do now 
we order one appetizer and we order one entree and we order one dessert. Oh, that's so smart. we went from like, this is my appetizer and that's right. your appetizer. And this is my entree. This is your entree. So now it's like we cut the bill in half Absolutely. by only ordering and sharing. And it's crazy because before my refrigerator was full of leftovers. You don't want those leftovers. They're not, not gonna be the same. You do not. You, you do, you're not warming up shit from the Cheesecake Factory tomorrow. Right. So now we just order one entree, one dessert, and we share it all. And that's kind of like bringing it back to being able to like lose weight and, and gain control of like your health. Yeah. Portion control. So it's like now you're eating half the calories, both of you, because it's it's a it's a balanced situation. Like you got to go back and forth. Like you don't want them to be unhealthy. either. No, of course not. And that worries me. You know, I always worry about Mark because he's not a big vegetable eater, but he's like a meat eater. He's like a true carnivore. Yeah. I mean, this guy ate a porterhouse on Saturday with our friend. <laughs> I was just like, uh, you need to slow down there. Buddy. Honey, your sides have to be green. I know. Like he did. But he just doesn't get down with vegetables. And I feel like at a certain point I said to him, I was like, you know what your wake up call is going to be? Your own body is going to give you the wake up call because I can't keep telling you what to do. Yes, yeah, some men you are, need to do it. They're men, men. Like yeah, they just want to eat meats and potatoes, and they they don't realize all of this stuff is linked directly to cancer and uh, heart disease, which heart runs disease, in his family. Unfortunately. High blood pressure, diabetes. There's so many health factors. This is for a whole nother oh please day that we can talk about this. Absolutely. But you are what you eat. Period. What you put in, you put out. Like, so I say to my son, and uh, Noah asked me, he was like, Mommy, I only want to drink water now. He goes, Because I'm healthy. And I'm like, It is so cool to be healthy. It is <laughs> so like, cool, right? Trying to like make him think that this is like a good thing. I'm like, Uh, sugar. I don't want sugar bugs in my teeth. He's like, Yeah, Mommy, I think sugar bugs are gross. <laughs> like, meanwhile, he's eating Skittles. And I was like, We're going to have to brush your teeth after that. The sugar bugs is coming. But it's trying to incorporate healthy, um, you know, habits. And I think you guys can do it. You've had your time. You've kicked up your heels. You've gotten to know the neighborhood. But now you need to, like, reel it back in a little bit, girl. And uh, you guys will be great. So don't worry about it. But enjoy your new home and enjoy your new relationship. Yes. It sounds like things are going on. Awesome. Do a cleanse together. Take off the five pounds. There you go. And, like, you can be unified and miserable with one another. That's great because <laughs> cleanses are the worst. I, I hate a cleanse, but sometimes they're necessary. Uh. Well, feel free to email us, lifeinspanglishpodcast at gmail.com or... You can also hit us on social, Li Spanglish, on Twitter and Instagram. And make sure to subscribe. Yes. Because now we're giving you two episodes a week. And we are trying to come up with something really special for you guys. Yes. It might be the 50th episode. It might be the 55th. Who's keeping count? But we're going to come up with something, and we want you guys to come and enjoy it with us. Yes. So we'll figure it out. And I'm being a little cryptic, but once it's set in stone, it's going to be amazing. The listeners will know first. Yes. Trust me. That's you guys. All right. Yay. How long? Mother's Day is right around the corner, and in true She Pivots fashion, we're highlighting moms who've dedicated their lives and their pivots to supporting mothers. The iconic Christy Turlington will join us to talk about launching Every Mother Counts after pivoting from her 90s supermodel days. And later, the co-CEOs of Baby to Baby will share how they're addressing the needs for millions of babies and moms. So tune in and subscribe to She Pivots. New episodes out every Wednesday. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. 
We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. Listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.